You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Danovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. Today, I'm going to talk about dreams. It's come up a couple times in conversations, once with my wife this morning, and one of my friends and listeners emailed me and mentioned that I was in her dream, telling her to visit the rock garden. Since I've played with the unconscious, the other than conscious, with trance and hypnosis for so many years, many people ask me about the meaning of their dreams. Now, I have to admit one of my least favorite things to do is sit and listen to someone tell me about their dream, because frankly, I think you had to be there to really get the value out of it. Although many times I do listen to my wife explain dreams to me and I can ask questions about it and sometimes I do have an intuitive insight. This morning my wife relayed to me a prophetic dream. She feels she had a prophecy. She's had these before in the past and this one had a particular quality to it and as she recounted it, I had the vision or the image in my mind of Germany, Bavaria. But typically for her, these prophetic dreams involve some major calamity, some event. And in this dream, there was an explosion. It seemed to be off in the distance, although the shockwave did reach her and the other people she was with. Although she felt at the time that it wasn't really her experiencing it. She was in somebody else's body. She was like a witness to the event. So when I mentioned that I got the intuitive hit that she was talking about Germany, specifically the Bavaria area, and it could be the explosion came in the direction of Berlin. I don't know for sure. You know, it's it's a dream. It'll be interesting to see if an event transpires and what aspects of the dream actually were relevant. Well, since this is a five-minute Friday, I don't want to talk too long about dreams. I just want to give you an overview of my perspective. Dreams basically occur in four or five categories. First, I want to point out that the unconscious, your other-than-conscious mind, never sleeps. So oftentimes, the dream state is where our subconscious mind processes information, works things out, problem-solves. This is the playground of the other-than-conscious mind. A second category is integrating new information. When you're learning new stuff, when you're processing new and novel information, the brain uses this time to integrate, interweave this new information with what you already know. A third category is very similar to what I just talked about, learning new information. And it's your ability to program your dream state. Because, you know, this is the playground of the unconscious. So when you tender a question, when you tender something that you want to implement, inside you, a new behavior, a new way of being, you can turn it over to your other-than-conscious mind just before you fall asleep, basically programming your sleep, because the dream state is a deep trance state. So if you're going there anyways, why not program that process, program that state while you sleep, learn, 
and implement new ideas and behaviors. A fourth category is a little more esoteric, and that is receiving information from the divine, universal consciousness. My friend Michelle, who emailed me about me suggesting she go to the rock garden, that could be, I, I could have been representative of a guide, one of her guides, telling her that perhaps she needs to connect with a gemstone, a crystal, or something like that. I didn't get all the details of the dream, but she can ask that of herself. But the dream state is the perfect place for your guides, God, goddess, all that is, to connect with you on an other-than-conscious level, to download information, to make available to you a lesson, or some other piece of information that is critical for you to know. You're asking a question of the divine. So this is intuitive guidance coming into you, either via outside, non-local information, or local information from your other-than-conscious mind. All the answers are available to you, and you've heard the formula before. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. The fifth category is like my wife had. It could be a prophetic dream. I've had those where I've dreamt of an event that happened two, three, four years out, and it occurs to me when it happens as a deja vu. I actually remember dreaming it. I remember the night, and I've often in the past written down my dreams, but they usually stand out as something significant, some aspect that is outside the, the realm of a regular dream, you know, has a special quality. And in a moment, I'll talk to you about how to ascertain which kind of dream you're having. Now, the sixth type of dream could be considered an out-of-body experience. Sometimes we'll dream about other people. We'll meet people that we know and that we, we love or are familiar with on some level in our dream state. So perhaps I did visit Michelle in the dream state. Some aspect of my consciousness was traveling in the ether and visited her while she was in the dream state. So how do you ascertain what type of dream you're having or had? And how do you remember your dreams more often? Because sometimes people have dreams, they know they're dreaming, but once they arise, they forget their dreams. Because it was a deep trance state, so it's not really available or was part of your working conscious mind. So if you want to remember your dreams more often or remember them on a regular basis, ask. Ask your other than conscious mind to share with you the contents of your dreams. Keep a notebook by your bed or in the bathroom. Because if you sleep with somebody a partner. Sometimes it's not convenient to wake up and turn the light on and jot down what's coming up in a dream. So when you ask your other than conscious mind, it's going to sound something like this. I'm asking my other than conscious mind, my subconscious mind to share with me in consciousness, contents of my dream, the themes of my dream, the storyline of my dreams. I'm curious and I would love to know. And then if you have a notebook or some other recording device, whether it's your phone, a voice recorder, or something like that, then you're telling your other than conscious mind you're taking this seriously, and you're going to record your dreams. Now, when you're recording your dreams, I'm suggesting you just write down some key ideas, some standout stuff that will prompt you to remember more information, more details as you recall the dream. But sometimes when you wake up and you think you'll remember the dream, there were key points in it, 
and only later you forget. And sometimes my wife remembers key things, and as she's telling me about her dreams, she remembers more and more detail because her other-than-conscious mind provides it. So as you're writing it down, just write down the key ideas first, and then you can go back and flesh out more of the story, more of the details. So when you're reviewing your dreams, one of the first things you want to ask yourself is what was the feeling state? Because oftentimes the dreams, because it's the playground of the other than conscious, the subconscious mind, many times the information is symbolic in nature. It's not always and most typically not literal. So there's a little bit of figuring out there about the meaning of the dreams. So we want to tap into what was the feeling state or the feeling tone of the dream. Like if there was some aggravation, if there was a lot of effort, maybe you're working out some stress in your dreams, some kind of problem, some kind of issue in your life, and you're working it out. So one of the first questions I ask typically of myself or my wife, is this the same or similar to some other aspect in your waking life that you're going through right now? Does it mirror the feeling that you have in this other area of consciousness? So if you can't make the connection to a waking state, ask your other than conscious, what is this about? What does this pertain to? Again, you're asking your intuitive mind to give you an answer and trust the first impulse that comes up. Maybe it's about this or maybe it's about that. Whatever comes up for you, trust it. And the more you trust the communication, the more you'll get the communication. And if it's not quite clear to you, it doesn't hurt whatsoever. You can tell your other than conscious mind, I have a limited conscious mind. Help me out here. Tell me more. Expand the idea. Give me more information. And your unconscious will agree. Your conscious mind is limited. And nine times out of ten, it does share more information with you. Now, I have to admit that one of the things that helps make that aspect work is having a working relationship, a, a rapport with your other-than-conscious mind. I can assist you with that down the road, but let's just say you have that rapport right now. Recording your dreams will help build that rapport. The learning dreams where you're processing new information, integrating new information, sometimes that comes up symbolically also. And you, if it feels like you're learning something, if, if it feels like new information or has the theme of learning, chances are that's what that is about. The esoteric dream where you're getting guidance from your guides and angels, it will feel like a download, a download of information. Now, sometimes it occurs for me, and it could be different for everybody, but it occurs to me like a, sometimes a beam of light is hitting me in the head in downloading information. Other times, it's like someone's flipping a book in front of me, and the pages are moving so fast I can hardly read it with my conscious mind, but I understand that I'm receiving information. Now, I do remember one dream I had. It was a significant dream where I had a review of all my past lives as a warrior. I was a knight. I was a samurai. I was a Maasai warrior, a Zulu warrior. I was with the Huns. I was with the Mongols. I was a gladiator. I was a Roman centurion. I had a lot of different lives as a warrior. And I got in the dream that it was part of my energy, part of my energy that I carried forward. And at the end of the dream, I can remember getting the instructions for a necklace. 
The rock was a teardrop shape, and it was about two and a half, three inches long. And as the dream started to fade, I, I can remember saying, wait, wait, wait a minute. What kind of stone is this? And I heard in the low, deep voice of my left side, lapis, lapis lazuli. Now, I had never heard of lapis before this point, And when I asked about it, I was told, yes, that's a spiritual stone. That's, you can find those all over the place. But the shape was very specific. And I can remember going around to every gem and rock shop asking for this particular shape. And it wasn't until I was in Columbus, Ohio. It was like three months later. But I was in Columbus, Ohio in the European village, the French market. And we were walking by this shop called What on Earth and had fossils and gemstones and all this stuff in there. And I almost walked by it. And I thought, wait a minute, I need to stop in there. And so I looked at what they had in the case and I almost left. A a girl asked me, was there anything that I could help you with? And I said, well, I'm looking for this particular shape of lapis. And she said, well, we happen to have that. It's in the drawer because it has a calcite vein in it and they didn't think it would sell. So it's been hiding in the drawer for a while now. And I asked her to look at it. And of course, I didn't get excited. I was extremely excited that I found it. But I asked how much it was. And she said $80. I said, oh, it's close to what I'm looking for. It's not quite right. And what is the best you can do since you really didn't think you were going to sell it? And they cut the price in half. Well, they put a silver finding on it, and I was able to put it on a leather cord, just like I was told, and it hung down and rested right over my breastbone. You see, I got all these instructions in a dream. There's been many messages sent to me in a dream. I used to have a friend, Audrey Severance. She's no longer on the planet, but she used to do spirit portraits. I draw portraits of your spirit guides. She would meditate on your picture, whoever's picture she was going to draw, or guides that she was going to draw. And then she would go to sleep. And she would wake up in this light trance state and draw the guides and write out the the messages that they had for this particular individual. And oftentimes there was anywhere between four and five guides. But she did all this in the dream state. You see, the dream state is a very receptive state. You can ask for guidance in your dreams. Because oftentimes the limitations and the, the limiting beliefs of your conscious mind are released and given up for the unlimited playground of the dream state. Speaking of the dream state as being a more receptive state, if you ever dream about a loved one that has passed over, that is no longer on the physical plane, that is them energetically interacting with you in dreamland. It is not just a dream. You are making connection with a loved one that has transitioned to a different state of reality. Now, the prophetic dream state, you're just going to have to practice. As you write things down, you reflect on it, does it come to pass? Does it make itself known in waking life? In any degree, it could be a symbolic fashion, too. It doesn't have to be literal, exactly. But it's helpful if you write things down, write down the ideas, write down the themes. And that's something I didn't really touch upon. Was there a theme to the dream? Now, in past episodes, I've mentioned that I spent a time in an earlier incarnation in this life as a FedEx driver, a delivery person. And sometimes I have what I refer to as a courier nightmare. It's like I have this truck full of freight, this truck full of deliveries to do, and I'm diddle-doddling along doing all this other stuff. And then at the last moment, I realize, oh, crap, I have this truck full of deliveries I have to get off right away. And so there's this 
sense of burden and struggle as I deliver things and I go down the wrong roads. And it's like, that's a career nightmare. But that to me is reflective of other things and stressful things that are going on in my life when I can't quite figure it out, or maybe I'm focusing on the wrong priorities. But the reason I point that out is not necessarily to share my nightmare with you, but to impress upon you that it's up to you to figure out what your dreams mean, to ascertain what kind of communication is occurring in the dream state. And oftentimes you can only do that by keeping a journal. Now, I kept a journal early on, and then I stopped doing it as I was able to recall my dreams in more and more detail. And now it's like, if it's relevant, if it's helpful to me, then I'll remember it. That's the instruction I've given to my other than conscious mind. I have a friend, Dale Meeson. He's kept a dream journal ever since he was in his teens. Every night, he has volumes and volumes of his journals about the dreams. And he's had some phenomenal relevations given to him through the dream state. That was a channel that he was most open to. So I realized that I went way over the five minutes, but hopefully this gives you a, a sense of what the dreams mean, what they could mean, how to figure it out for yourself. And down the road, I'll talk more and more deeply about dreams. So until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Denovi, urging you to follow your bliss, have sweet dreams, live your life from inner signals, be inner directed as you engage, my friend, in the epic adventure. <laughs>